Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Drifting right, throwing, what a catch! That was Kelsey pulling it down for the first down on a fourth and two. Here's Kansas City from the 19, throwing at the goal line, and it's caught by Kelsey for the touchdown. And they go up top for it, just lobs it right over Hamilton, and they have the first down with Kelsey's fourth catch. Mahomes backpedals to the 37. He's got time. All kinds of time. Now escapes. Fires it at the last second, and Kelsey caught it! Oh my gosh, that was amazing! They were amazing yesterday, especially in that first half. 11 catches on 11 targets for Kelsey. He becomes the all-time leader in receptions in the postseason. He's still behind the great Jerry Rice in yards, Yurko. And I don't know what the future holds for Kelsey, if he's going to retire, if he'll play a few more years. He's about 400. He's got another game to play. So this will shrink in all likelihood, unless he gets shut out, which I doubt. He's about 480 yards or so away from Jerry's all-time receiving yards record, but he did pass Jerry Rice for catches now. Receptions. Yes, in the postseason. Mahomes, uh, I mean, it's just stupid. He's the youngest quarterback ever to appear in four Super Bowls. He's the only one ever to go to four Super Bowls before the age of 30. Next year's his age 29 season. It's insane. He's got 39 touchdowns, the seven interceptions, and a 14-3 and record in the playoffs. Two of those losses against the GOAT, Tom Brady, and he might be the GOAT himself when it's all said and done. So you're looking at a touchdown-interception ratio nearly 6-1, to one, almost 6-1. to one. His last six playoff games, Patrick Mahomes has gone 11 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Just stupid. Yeah, that's pretty and, good quarterback. And, and the there. league has got to be thrilled. You've got two historic franchises in the Super Bowl. In the 49ers yes. and the Chiefs. Kansas City. You've got tons of star power. A lot of star power. You've got Mahomes, who the, the you just see even through the playoffs this year, those games have been doing extremely well. People want to see Mahomes. And now you got the Kelsey. I know not everybody likes to hear it, but look, the Kelsey-Taylor Swift thing, it's bringing in even more eyes. It just is. She's one of the five most popular, recognizable people on the planet. It's going to bring in eyes. Is she performing at halftime? Is she a no. surprise performance? Absolutely not. It's Usher. Usher. Usher is the halftime show. Yep. Okay. Usher's Usher. halftime show. She'll be there. Her last show is in, in Tokyo on the Saturday night before, but they're so far ahead. She'll be able to get to Vegas Sunday right. night, early Sunday yeah. morning. So she'll be there. She's like flying back and gaining time. Correct. Yes. Yes. Do you think because of this, Mahomes, Niners, Kelsey, Swifty, like, this becomes the most watched Super Bowl ever? Will it challenge the all-time well, record, you think? I, I think there's already the tendency this year, we haven't gotten the numbers yet, where there have been a lot of records being set this year as far as watching has gone. Mm. Divisional playoff round, wild-card right. playoff round, yeah. I mean, you just go back three four weeks to just I don't listen to all the rhetoric attention, that was there. Yeah, you might yeah. be right. They're setting records for this and setting records for that. So we'll see what the AFC-NFC championship games were. What their rankings were. Remember the only game that didn't rank were very well. The idiotic game that the NFL put on Peacock. Yeah, That right. one only had 23 right. million viewers. Right. The other ones went and blew it out of the water. Right. Yeah, you're talking like 40-something million yeah. right, for most of those. Right. Like not pushing 50. Well, that's a lot for a playoff game, Carm. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a record for, setter. Yeah. Let's say hi to Ed in Mundelein. What's up, Eddie? Hey, fellas. How you doing? Great, man. How are you? So I, I've got a uh, question on both. Um, 
games. The first one, I don't know if you saw the pregame where Tucker was messing around with Mahomes. I saw that. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to be any major thing, but really, why would you ever want to do that and give Mahomes any more motivation? Don't poke he the was bear, lined right up on the one-yard line. And he was, was he going to do a kick a field goal from practice field goals from the one yard line? When is that ever going to happen? That's so funny. I didn't, it was totally just trying to mess with him. Oh, that's kicker. Don't, don't poke the bear. Yeah. The it was kicker. Tucker was doing something silly. I'm just saying it's kicker, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. What I tell you about stupid kickers? There you go. What I, it's yeah, like, then on the second the one, kicker with Dan should Campbell, have the stupid in front of it. Okay. Go ahead, Ed. Sorry. And on the second one, the biggest one I have a problem with with him going on, on fourth down is in the, the first time in the third quarter. I mean, keep the 17-point lead and the yeah. three-score three score lead. You already got seven minutes down in the third quarter. You know, that, that just would have yeah. kept the, the margins the way they were. That was, just, that was the one I really had a, a problem with. Okay, Eddie. Thanks, th- guys. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I hear where you're coming from on that one. I actually thought the second one was more egregious and I love aggressiveness and going for it and the analytics I mean it was so marginal York it, it's it, you know it, it was such a small percentile right. yes. I thought he should have tied it at 27 the only counter I guess I'd say to Ed at that point was like they were so successful in everything they were doing offensively I mean everything you think about the way their first half went that was their opening drive of the second half, and they were, again, going right down the field on them. And in fairness, they schemed up a play where, you know, Josh Reynolds should have probably held on to that ball and converted that. Uh, they were so good in the first half offensively that I, I don't blame Campbell for, like, just saying, let I, I, I trust us here. I think we can get it. This actually throws out third down, but just this is what their offense did on early downs in the first half. They generated nearly .4 EPA per play. It was the third best first half from an EPA standpoint of any playoff game this season. This is just how good they were. And that's why I thought he should have maybe gone on the goal line instead of taking the three at the end of the half. But I didn't mind that first one as much in the third quarter, but... Boy, in the fourth quarter, and again, I'm as aggressive as anybody. I'm like, oof, should probably be kicking the field goal here to tie the game. You like, you got the Super Bowl on the line. I think, I think you kicked the field goal. To, I think to my, tie the game. my philosophy. You know, I love sevens better than threes. I know you but do. As, as a head coach, um, I got to rack up points. I, I got to rack up points as a head coach. I don't go for fourth downs until I have to. At the end of the game. One of those teams had to go for a fourth down. It was Detroit, remember? Yeah, they had course, to go for a fourth down. Yeah. They went and they got a touchdown, but they had to. They had no choice. They were down that much. They had well, to go for a fourth down. Yeah. Otherwise, if I got a choice, do I get three or do I get seven? I'm taking the three. Like, you're in the fourth quarter again of the title game. Like, you tie it there, you kick the ball away, you sort of make San Fran go back down the field, right? You don't give them the short field where they then all of a sudden open up a 10-point lead on you. Three went to 10. You know, I, I think he made a mistake there. I do. And, like, God bless the guy. He wants to, you know, do it his way. And, and, and I love his personality. He's done wonders for that franchise and that team. Until I have to, I don't go for two. Until I have to, I don't go for it on fourth down. Yeah. I've got to have – or I've got a special slew of plays – that nobody has seen that I can bring out on the fourth quarter, you know, on fourth down in whatever quarter. Go to Jerry in Tacoma. Hey, Jerry. 
Hello, this is Gary Comer. What's up, man? Yeah. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, this is also Sylvie's classmate from SIU. Oh, hey, Jared. Uh, yeah, so, hey, uh, two things. Uh, draft recommendation. Free safety Tyler moving out of Minnesota, 6'2", 210, uh, by way of St. Charles. That's number one. And for both you and Yurko on the second one, Sneed clearly late with Zay Flowers uh, after he made that catch. And I'm thinking that's what set him off. Mm. If that penalty's call, uh, those two offsetting penalties, I'll call and I'll, I'm sorry, I'll hang up and listen. Okay. Oh, like uh, that, that Sneed should have been just as guilty of something. Whip. Hold on. I got I to see it. I mean, I'm... And I think he meant on the taunting play, on the play there. Right, where, the where, play that yeah. got to catch down to the yeah. goal line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe should have been offsettings there. Look, I you know, and how much? Look, that set him back a little. They also, they were a foot and a half away. I mean, Zay Flowers is, extends that ball. It, that ball gets, that ball gets knocked out at the half yard line. Pretty much. What a play by Legarius Sneed, getting the last laugh on that one. You can look it up. And I'm uh, looking for a video of know. it. Yeah, I want to see leg whip. I mean, if it's there, it's there. Oh, that Sneed had a strong game. All in all, Sneed and McDuffie had strong games, man. Like, really strong. All right, here's the Tony call. I got it. You got it? Yeah. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on TikTok. Get on. What are we doing here? Huh? I want to watch the play, please. What the hell's going on? <laughs> you look for that, and I'm going to punch up Rex and Pew. All right, so they just show oh, me a replay. Hold on, Rex. Hold on, Rex. <laughs> yeah, they're showing me a replay of what happened during the thing, during the taunting call. Okay. It didn't show the play that happened before the taunting call. I can. It just showed the taunting call, and he saw the flag flying. Yeah. So I've got to get before the taunting call the yeah. play. Um, that's disappointing. I thought I was there. Disappointing. Rex is in Peoria. Hey, Rex. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, I I know you guys guys gave the list of the teams that have never played in the Super Bowl. Of course, chief among them being the Lions, but the Lions have also never won a road playoff game in the Super Bowl era, right. and they they showed the uh, graphic uh, during the game about uh, their last playoff road playoff win was in San Francisco when they trailed 24 to 7 yeah. at the half, which wow. was the halftime score. Wild. Yesterday. And then Detroit went on to outscore San Francisco 24 to 3 in the second half to win that game. And at halftime yesterday, as a Lions fan here in Peoria, I had a really strong feeling the same thing was going to happen uh, yesterday that the 49ers were going to do like the Lions did in, uh, in 57 and come back and keep the Lions on the schneid for never having been to a Super Bowl. I'm just wondering if you guys had any thoughts on it that. Is, it is wild, Rex, and thanks for calling, buddy. Sorry that your team lost. It was a wild coincidence that, like, the last road win for that franchise, for the Lions, was in 57 in the playoffs in San Francisco, and the score was the same reversed at halftime. They were the ones that trailed by 17. It is weird. Did you see... They showed footage of the uh, – it was a divisional game. It was not the conference title game. It was a divisional game in, I think, the I think 83 season. Yeah, I saw that. And there was an actual – like the Lions brought a lion onto the field at Candlestick Park? What? Those were the wild days of the NFL. You, what in the world? Like Pete Rozelle was still running things, you know? They are still trying to garner attention. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, is it some sort of a trick lion? Like he doesn't have teeth? But that's a real lion? Maybe subdued a little bit with med- medication so it won't go eat the children. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, at Texas, they got the cow. Georgia's got the cute little bulldog. Bevo. They had Bevo. Who, Bevo in Texas. Well, Bevo in Texas, yeah. yeah. Who brings a lion onto the sideline? LSU has an actual tiger on campus. 
on campus. Do they, do they not bring on the it on the sideline? No, not on the sideline, but you can go and. What about okay. the Colorado Buffaloes running a buffalo up and That's down? That's true. Field. That's a little crazy, too. I mean, what the hell's going on there? But a, a lion. The Buffalo's got like four, four Wranglers there. That Buffalo wanted to say, nah, That's I true. don't think so. Those Wranglers don't have a chance. That's true. What if something in the crowd startles that lion or on the sideline, like a, a collision near the lion and he breaks free? He was like on a, like you'd walk your dog. You're just a little, a little I, dart. Uh, yeah. This is, they probably do have a dart there just do in they? case. Uh, why don't the Florida Gators have a gator on the sideline just kind of going up and down because the sideline? Because it'd be crazy. Why not? I think. Do Maryland have just turtles on the side? Look, there's our terrapin. What's he doing? Nothing. I, I couldn't He's believe it. He's just sitting there. And maybe Yurko's right. It was the old Pete Roselle days. There was a wild leak. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine today? Be like, oh, uh, Commissioner Goodell, we're going to bring a lion. Don't worry. Remember, 91 in Green Bay, there are ashtrays welded to the uh, lockers. That is crazy. So they're still smoking in locker rooms at halftime. I couldn't believe that footage. Okay, just so you remember, all right? They, this league didn't get refined. Or start to refine itself until about 1994. That's when it cleaned up the drug habit the drug, that it had. Yeah, the drug. With the, the Vikings being freewheeling all over the yard. Right. So about 94 is when they started working, working on their PR hmm. and their public relations in how they wanted to shape the NFL's image. Up until that point... It was the wild, wild west. Cigarettes in the locker room, Viking everywhere, and lions yeah. on the sideline. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you it's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's uh, the new hours have started. This is it. We go to three every day now. Cross talking about 15 with Waddle and Sylvie. We got more time for your calls. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Got some more calls before crosstalk coming up here in a little less than 15 minutes. Huey Lewis in the news, baby. Adams and Wheaton. What's up, Adam? Hey, guys. Uh, first off, I'm glad the Niners won because my family, my wife's family lives in Michigan, so I don't hear, have <laughs> to hear them whine and complain that they're better than us. Um, two... How about that catch by uh, the fullback of the Niners on the Juszczyk. sideline? Awesome. Was that you, that, that had catch. that catch? I think it was. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's and a... then three. Uh, it happened earlier in the year with the Chiefs. Did you guys notice that uh, I think it was Sewell for the Lions? He was starting – Early a lot. I thought it was close and a the, couple and of the times. The refs weren't catching it. I, I thought it was very close a couple of times, Adam. I don't totally disagree with that. I thought it was real close a couple of times where it looked like Sewell was oh, yeah. getting off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he was early. a little bit of a jump. It's uh, something they focused on at the beginning of the year and seems to like they forgot as the year went on. You know, it was Conveniently a focus, forgot it was a focus early on, yeah. and then maybe it's become less of a focus. Yeah, he had beat the snap a couple times. It looked, sure looked yeah. like it. UPS Joe in Elmwood Park. Hey, Joey. What's happening, guys? Long time. So really quick, uh, belated Happy New Year, belated uh, anniversary for you guys. Congratulations on the extra hour. Thanks, buddy. Carm, Carmen, we start uh, grinding stuff in uh, Preston next week. boy, There we go. I love so, it. Hey, Carm, if, if I can keep you out of the gelato tent at the fest, 
then you got to come and see me at the beer tent for sure this I, year. Pal. I, I love you guys. I will for sure. Thank Thanks, you, Joe. Joey. See you, buddy. I, I forget. He had a whole bunch of stuff yeah. for us to taste of Elmwood, and I never caught up with Joe that right. Much, yeah, I there on that I'm Saturday. still waiting, man. Yeah, I know. Rick's in Dallas. Hey, Rick. Hey guys. Hey. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Hey. Uh, <laughs> I think I don't know what the moon landing. Sorry, I don't know what the moon landing got, but I think this Super Bowl is going to be probably one of the most watched things ever. I would think really. so. I yeah. think it definitely uh, will be. Yeah. Yeah. Watching the Ravens yesterday, I mean, Lamar catching his own deflected pass was amazing. And kind of what Romo said, that's going to go down as one of the best plays in NFL history, probably. I mean, the guy does some, like, incredible things. He's something, like, you've never seen before. But then just he can't pull it all the way through. You know, just seems to, for whatever reason, right now in his sixth season – not uh, still the deal, um, but athletically, you know, he's him and Mahomes. Mahomes has that same instinct. Jackson is a little more uh, athletic, I think, physically oh, yeah, for sure. So I was interested. So question for you guys, and then um, another thought, and I'll hang up. But I was wondering what Lamar is doing right now in his sixth season. How is that going to help the Bears as far as? Uh, trading if they want to trade Justin um, the value there a team's seen that value in what Lamar does and as, as far as running the ball and as far as those kind of skills because you see Justin do that I think just some of Justin's plays eventually will go down as some of the most incredible plays in, in you know NFL history for what he's doing athletically so uh, thoughts on that and then Carm one thing Caddyshack 2 I think is a funny movie Ugh. Um, it's Randy Quaid's best role after Christmas Vacation, so uh, I just wanted to say that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. I do not care for Caddyshack, too. But, yeah, Jackie Mason. Yeah, Jackie not, Mason. Not, not as good. Now, as far as Justin's trade value as compared to Lamar, I don't think one's got anything to do with the other. For better or worse, we like it or not, Lamar Jackson's about to be a two-time MVP in this league. And we can nitpick a lot of things. We can say, how the heck has he won? How does he have as many playoff wins as MVP awards? That's weird. He's got two. He's got two playoff wins and two MVP awards. But he's and a, I would just say not so fast. He's a. Oh, you don't think he's going to be the MVP? I'd oh. say not so fast. That's all I'm going to say. Well, he's like a minus like five thousand favorite. I think you're okay. I think he's going to probably end up being the MVP. And then if he wins it, congratulations. Yeah. Right. So I don't think and, it really. Then you figure out what the enigma is. Then what's it, the puzzle? Yeah. Why? Why does he have as many uh, playoff wins as MVPs? Yeah, as, as MVPs. Why? Yeah. You know, then you can figure it out. I mean, look, and he's is also it the team that disappointed is the quarterback that disappointed. Was it a little all bit of both? Disappointed. Yeah. A little bit of both. I mean, obviously, you can go to the fumble, right? Obviously, can you go to drop balls? He overthrew plenty of players. I don't think he can go to did drops. The, did the referees not make uh, penalty calls that you believe were there? I don't think so. Okay. I think you could go to the fumble, some of their undisciplined penalties, and their defense's inability to stop Mahomes on those first two and drives. Though I thought they, he could run more, he did rush for 54 yards in this game, Yes, which is his yearly average. How about that? Yeah, about 51 yards a game for him this year. You know, and I also wouldn't panic too much if I were Baltimore. I don't think they will. They're a good organization. Lamar Jackson's going to be 27 next year. Yeah. I mean, you know. Like his, record, his record during the regular season oh, is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's uncanny. I don't think he's lost 20 games. He has not. 
He's 58-19. Yeah, 58-19. I mean, it's incredible. And let me tell you, those are the games you got to win to get to the playoffs. Yeah. And you make the AFC Championship, does that make you a bad team or a bad player? Of course not. It doesn't. It just means on this specific Sunday, you lost the game instead of won it. Brad's in Wrigleyville. Hey, Brad. Hey, guys. How you doing? Wonderful. How are you? I'm well. Happy Monday. Hey, first of all, uh, you're the caller to go who liked Caddyshack, too. (laughs) There's nobody... In the U.S., likes that movie. Rick that likes it. That's all right. Yeah. And by I'm, the way, Independence Day is Randy Quaid's second best movie. Yeah, yeah, probably. Then no Kevin doubt. Shaker, yeah. If he could bring a tear to your eye, then he—that was a great role, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. So, so, so last week you guys were talking about the officiating crew, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And for forty years, I, as a coach and a player, I have never, ever thought that. The, the game was there, – there was a fix mm-hmm. in the game, right? And until you guys gave that statistic of that officiating crew, I ended up – thank you, by the way – went to the window and <laughs> or went to and, – and, and made some money on the – on the Chiefs. Stupid me, man, Brad. That. I was so still thanks. I was still on Ravens' money line like a jackass. <laughs> I took I, – as soon as I got home, I, I took the, the Chiefs in the money line because – of that statistic, and I thought Baltimore was going to blow them out. But what I saw was, and I looked at the statistics afterward just to make sure that I was not crazy, and I, is that, you know, uh, Baltimore had 95 yards in penalties and three penalties for 30 yards for Kansas City through the whole game. But it's not the calls that were made, in my opinion. It's the calls that weren't made in the fourth quarter that, that, that uh, really, in my opinion, sealed the game. But here's the thing, and, and t- correct me if I'm wrong, guys. If you're the NFL, right, and there's so much uh, talk about how institutions aren't trusted as much as they were 10 years ago, 20 years ago, how do you allow an officiating crew with that record, with, ho- with away teams, how do you let them officiate the second or third most important football game of the year? It doesn't make sense to me. I get like like Yurko said, Brandon. Thanks for calling, Brad. We appreciate it. It's a it's a nudge in the right direction for their ultimate uh, goal, and that was getting the Chiefs in the big game. It's not a fix. Just happens to be that this officiating crew and Warren Sharp, I think, was the first guy we saw who was tweeting about it when the yeah. when the, it came out last week. We were reading from Warren's Twitter. It just happens that that officiating crew, out of all of the officiating crews in the NFL. Out of all sixteen, is the one that tends to favor, for whatever reason, the road team more than any other. So is that like? Does that smack of some impropriety? I, I don't know. I think well, it just ultimately depends the way the game worked out. Did the game work out? Did was were there calls out there that made you go? I don't. What the H is going on? I don't think so. Did did you? And you watched it with a close eye because no, I thought they missed some stuff out there, but I don't think it favored either one of the two teams. Okay. You know, I talked about that leg whip in the end zone that was on uh, Chris Jones. Right. That would have resulted in two points in the safety and the ball getting kicked back to Kansas City. That would have favored Kansas City. Right. You talked about the interference call that you thought should have happened in the end zone Unlikely. when Lamar Jackson threw in the triple coverage. Yeah. The one unlikely I thought probably could have been a flag but wasn't. Now, there were other uh, physicality with wide receivers, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., um, there was one-on-one coverage down the sidelines. The ball was overthrown, and they were jostling, going back and forth. And that happened on a number of different occasions during the game. Mm-hmm. 
So you never know. You know, you get somebody that's a little bit more favorable to the home team. Maybe that stuff happens. They react to the crowd, and all of a sudden the flag flies. Right, yeah. Matt's in Oak Lawn. What's up, Matt? What's up, guys? Carmen and York, I love you guys. I've been here for 20 years in Chicago. I've listened to you guys the whole time. Thanks, brother. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple of things. One, on that uh, uh, Kelsey play, Andy Reid should have thrown the flag, and, and he got hit right before the, the first yard marker. But then he lunged forward. He never went down. He yep. lunged forward. He had the first down by over a yard. Hmm. He had, I mean, I, I, I rewinded it like three times on my TV. It was obvious he had that first down, no problem. Number two, I roomed with Eddie Olchek back in 1991 for the U.S. Levats Blue Canada Cup. Nice. Back in the day, I played hockey. I was a goalie for the Boston Bruins. And Eddie O, I never saw him in my room. He was always at the fucking track. Excuse my language. (laughs) I wanted to get Matt's last name. But we couldn't. I had to hang up on him because he swore. He played for the Bruins? I wonder what Matt's last name was. Oh, Eddie was always at the track. It's not a shock. Not a shock. Uh, Oh, boy. We'll take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll kick off uh, a new time for Crosstalk. New time for Crosstalk. Like a 25-minute sweep that we'll have. uncharted territories for you and me. That's right. Uncharted territory. No, hell no. I'm rejuvenated. By Friday, you're going to be exhausted. Yeah. Uh, We'll start Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie. They'll have more Crosstalk on the back end of their show with Black and Abdallah. As part of the new schedule as well, they'll get a, a nice longer chunk uh, a little bit after 6. Well, they'll be able to crosstalk with Chris and Adam. Boys are on tonight until 8. But uh, crosstalks, uh, crosstalk starts when we come back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. All right, time for crosstalk. New extended hours. We go to 3. Waddle and Sylvia are here. They're going to be on until 6.30. Have a long crosstalk after six with uh, Black and Abdallah late in their show as well. Welcome back from your weekend. Glorious. Sylvie looked like you had fun in Durham to see Duke and Clemson. Killed two birds with one stone. You went Tight to one. North Carolina and Tight one. to Duke. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Dude. And your goes right. It was a, like we could not have scripted a better game. Oh, we saw yeah. a game that was decided in the final second. Yeah. One point win for Dukies, right? One point, one point win. Missed the shot. We were praying, too, because um, we were sitting uh, with the Shire family. Nice. And then we did not want to be blamed for the loss. I, so oh, you like, you don't want to be the yeah. jinx. Right. I didn't want to be, uh, like, I, I've sat with the Cutlers before. Mm. And, oh, that's and you exciting. know they were blaming us for the four picks. Yeah. Really, the Shires would be oh, a group that would blame you. Come on now. No, there was the Packer game. Oh, different game. The, with the, I think, it, I, I don't know if it was four, it was the Jamal. Marcus Webb, I think, push game. It was when he pushed him on the shoe game. That was a night game. Yes. It was a Thursday game. night game. Yeah. Remember? It was a Thursday night game. Did the father come up from Santa Claus? The father was there. The mother The mother heard me in the morning. That's when we were on in the morning. She heard you and she left. She heard me predict that I, I had the uh, Packers winning that game. Yeah. Mm. And oh she boy. was pissed at me the, the whole day. I'm sure. At the tailgate, at, 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 during the game. Got to get over it. Were you sitting close enough to Shire to see the, see the earpiece? 
where Coach Kim Coach, talks to him. Very, don't you, do that. That's, were you? We were right behind the bench. Were you so? Could you see the earpiece? There's no earpiece. No. John's Coach K's not in his job. office. He's not. You're calling the wrong Somebody place. had told me there was an earpiece. <laughs> I, that was Carmen. I shouldn't. Uh, it's it an insult to John. I like John Shire too much. I can't uh, stand Coach K. I like John too much. Our relationship <laughs> with John started where he, in high school, was writing a column for the Sun-Times. Remember this? I remember. And we would read it on the air, it sort great. of mocking it. It was great. And then I met, and then I met him. Uh, at the, I, I told the story on Instagram where I met him at the hand surgeon. Yeah, I broke this That's finger, right. which is right. still crooked. That's right. Uh, playing 16-inch softball, he broke his hand or finger playing basketball during the summer. And his mom's like, "Don't tell anybody. They don't know this yet. He's being recruited by Duke in Illinois. Great. Don't don't go on the radio and say anything." Sylvie the next day went on and said, "Guess what? Breaking news." No, I'm just kidding. Literally Shire, breaking news. Shire is uh, he's super likable. He really is. He's Great a kid. Yeah. He wanted to know about Justin Fields. Did he? We sat down after practice and we were talking about. I gave him some ESPN 1000 swag, by the way, because that's what he needs. Well, yeah, he likes a good. Who doesn't like a good quarter zip? That's I did true. one of the uh, Home of the Bears quarters. That's, that's a nice one. That's good. Yeah, wear it proudly, John. Yeah, that's good. Um, and and he he what, what do you what do you think? Which way um, is he leaning? I, if you're I'm going to say he's leaning Fields. Uh, Yurko, what do you think? Which way do you think John Shire's leaning? Fields or Caleb Williams? Uh, I think he's uh, he's leaning for Justin Fields. That's right. And he's a status know. quo guy. He is leaning towards Caleb Williams. Wow. College guy. Maybe that's why. Give the young kid a chance. Pros stay with pros. College, college guys. stays with college. Stay with yeah. college guys. That's very interesting. Did you guys have fun, though? It looked like a blast. It's, it's very cool. Yeah. yeah, and we did, and we did, I didn't post out of respect for John, but we did, we did check out UNC as well. So we, we went well, to... You posted stuff from UNC. I saw it. No, that was... I texted you that, the couple pictures. I don't think oh, I, I posted. Oh, you texted that? Yeah, you might be right. You might have texted. No way! Yeah. I said on the air. We so we Jordan Cornette hooked us up at UNC with a, one of his contacts. Yeah, we 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 went to the Dean Dome. We got a tour behind the scenes. Met yeah. Hubert Davis. It was awesome. Met some of the players at North Carolina. It looked very cool. And then, like two hours later, we're Cameron Indoor checking out their practice. I mean, I mean, it was it was. If you're a college basketball fan, I don't know. Two places within hours. That no, you, that, there's that nothing else do, like it. And like they're so different. Uh, I was telling the guys upstairs, you know, the Dean Dome is this huge college basketball arena where the ceiling is literally a dome, right. and and the seats go way back. It's the house that Michael Jordan played, de- named after Dean Smith. All the history in the world, and couldn't be more different than Cameron Indoor. Which is like basketball camel. It's like a gym, right? It's, it's, it's like a, a gym, but it's still like the the, the railings are like made out of brass, mm. and it's like walking into a country club. Really? And it's not dingy. It's all updated. I didn't know that. And everything's polished, and everything's beautiful. I did not know that. Interesting. It, it, it's crazy. Like if you were walking on the outside, and I said, "What is this building here?" I wouldn't. You wouldn't know. Would you would know. think this is the the. The research, the research building. Wow. It's made out of stone, and it, it looks like a building, building that you would think you were looking at at Florence, Italy. Really? Yeah, I'll wow. show you a picture. Right, show me a picture. The research building. What kind of so research, 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 research building? This is research. You would never think it's a gym. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I've never been there. So eh, I don't know if it's a bucket list for me, but it'd be cool. 
It was for me. Yeah, I know it was for you. I know it was a big deal. Beautiful I'm not part a, of the country. Well, yeah, that's true, I'm sure. I mean, it'd be fun to see, I guess. I don't, again, I'm bucket list, I don't know. but uh, what, is, what is top of your bucket uh, list Augusta right now? is bucket list. That's number uh, one right going now? Going to Scotland to see some golf bucket list. Oh, Put, Scotland uh, to Pebble, play golf Pebble or Beach, to see golf? Both. Pebble Beach bucket list. Uh, Been there. Yeah, like those are, those are bucket list items for me. I, I um, had a, other than like going to the Cubs World Series, that was the coolest thing I've been to in person. But Augusta was. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, and everybody will try to tell you what it is, and it exceeds it by. Yeah, that's multiple. Uh, all right, let's talk some football, boys. Football, football, football. football. Let's go football. This is going to be. What's Todd Monken doing? I don't know. Like you I know, heard you it's... talking earlier today, Carm. Like first of all. They're a running football team, and their running backs had six carries. They're not a deep ball team. Like, he was the no. best in the league. I, saw, yes. I, I was reading Barnwell's article as well where he highlighted that he was the best quarterback in the league this year in the yep. intermediate game. Yep. And basically, well, I mean. He has been Spag- most of his career. Give Spagnola a ton of credit for what they did. But I just was puzzled by what they were their they weakness doing. is their inability to stop the run. And it's like you're talking yeah. about a truly... You know, one of the great running football teams, both in personnel and in scheme. Just went away from it. And they just kind of went away, which was weird. Uh, And they were down, and the time of possession was lopsided, but the game was never away from them. So it was never away, from never them. away from that. And I think you really have to credit those corners too. That yeah. McDuffie can play, man. Yeah, he's, he's had a good game. He's unbelievable. Like, there's a lot of sticky coverage, yeah. and, you know, and you could see Snead gets all the credit, but yeah, I think but the McDuffie, other kid is man. better. And the few times that you know when they did give you the sort of the all twenty two look, that wide look above the field, and yeah. you saw Lamar holding the ball. Maybe he should like Yurko said. Maybe he should have just tucked and run yeah. a little bit more, but like you saw that coverage, and it was good. Tony Romo even said it, and I think we were talking upstairs about it. I, I thought Tony, at least early, had a good day for Tony to start to start things, but he was talking about how Lamar was reluctant, and what he should be is he go one, two, and if it's not there, go. Use your legs, because, you know. But there was a lot of just like kind of hanging yeah. around the pocket, he and the coverage on field to, was good. Yeah. And, yeah, Spags is something that we were talking about, like why some guys just can't be the head coach but are brilliant defensive or offensive minds. And, like, Spags's run in St. Louis was so yucky. Yeah. I mean, it was just, oh, and his defenses were never even any good. And, like, there was nothing redeeming about it. Didn't but, work. you know, he'd be one of the two sure. or three guys that you didn't trust in calling your defense in a must-win game right now. I forgot, you know? I forgot it was the Rams. The why Rams. was I thinking the Giants? Or was he the D.C. He was the, the Giants? He was, I think he had a brief interim He was the coordinator to it. Yeah. He was, yeah. And I think they fired whomever and was, he was the interim coach. head coach. And he was the interim. But his, yeah. his opportunity came in a three-year span, like 15 I years ago in St. Louis. I the Rams either. It was terrible, yeah. Sylvie. It was, there was no, nothing I memorable. I remember that he was the head coach. I would not have named the St. Louis Rams. Yeah, it was the Rams. And it was And it was awful. Sam Bradford, that's the quarterbacks. And who was the other guy besides Bowler? Uh, it was um, uh, the kid from West Virginia, uh, Mark Bolger. Bolger. Yeah. And, and Bolger was pretty good. I was going to say was. Kyle Bowler didn't start really anywhere. Yeah. Just like, he got little... like a, 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 a brief start with Baltimore, right? I think when he was Bowler came yeah. out of sure he was a boss. He came out of Cal, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was like this Jeff physically pre- impressive guy that couldn't play. The he was the, the throwing the, the football from his knees yeah. through the goalpost from yeah. the 50. Yep. That was his, like the Jerron Gilbert jumping out of the pool um, was his feet. Um, Kyle Bowler's feet was 
Throwing the arms. football from the knees. Yeah. Through the goalpost from the 50. He couldn't play. That's not right. going to do much good in a game. So, I'll Tell you what, 15 can play. Yeah, it's stupid. Like, I mean, the first two drives. In that, I know we all live in the moment, but Brady may be more accomplished. I, this guy plays the position this guy's better. Going, this guy's going towards... Uh, this is his fourth Super Bowl in <laughs> six years. He's 28, you guys. He's 28. Like, look at these, these stats. They, they put these yeah. out. This is in their first, first six years of starting. Like the the Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes comparison, the playoff record: Patrick Mahomes fourteen and three to Brady twelve and two, four AFC titles to three, two Super Bowl rings to three, and that may change this that might year. Might change, and the touchdown interception ratio favors Patrick Mahomes. And again, this is a new era. I get it, but the quarterback rating is twenty, almost fifteen points higher for Mahomes. Right. right. For and Mahomes, what was Mahomes' first year starting? Didn't he throw for five thousand yards? Yes, and fifty, 50 touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. So like. And he lost to Brady in overtime. Remember, Brady started as a a game manager in in that first year that he took over. I don't, I don't like other than Tiger Woods. Do you remember another? I think him and Tiger Woods are the standards Uh, for starting a career in in sports. um, Because like Merkin said, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan individually was as good as anybody, but didn't win until his seventh year of a championship. Right. So, so like, like, like a lot of people say, well, he's the Michael of the sport. Michael didn't win until later in his career. He's doing both. He's getting the individual accolades, and he's he's carrying his team to championships. It's crazy. And by the way, this is recent that he's had a defense that complements him. Right. Like the defense was better than their offense this year in the regular season, but they've never had a defense like this. Tom this, Brady always had a defense like that. Yeah. This one comparable. looks. This one looks to be the best. Yes. And they're healthy yeah. for the most part. I know many who got banged up a little bit yesterday, but like, they seem to be healthy and ready, and that's good for them. He just, I heard you guys talking. It's trusting your players, but he puts the ball perfectly where it has to go in tight situations. And yesterday, guys made plays. Earlier in the year, he put it where it needed to be. Guys didn't make plays. He resets the pocket so well. Like he's just, it's, it's, doesn't it's, take it's such high-level quarterback play. Yeah, he doesn't take sacks. He hasn't turned it over in six straight playoff games. He doesn't have a pick in his last six playoff games. Can I give you a like crazy? Just, it's, high, it's, it's such high level. Is there level. anybody else who's who's a comp besides Tiger Woods for starting a maybe, career? Maybe Magic, I was thinking. That's a good one. Maybe Magic, but not many, Sylvia. And I like the Tiger one where it was just boom. I mean, it's right. like, guess what? I'm here and right. I'm the best. I'm winning the Masters by like, how many strokes? By 20. Uh, whatever it was. It's like, I'm here now and I'm the best. Like He basically got here and he's like, I'll show you. I'm the best. Can I give this. you can I give and you some Kelsey stats? Sure. Please do. Travis Kelsey has played 17 playoff games with Patrick oh. Mahomes, so a full season. Mm. In those 17 playoff games, Travis Kelsey has 133 receptions for 1516 yards and 18 touchdowns. That's awesome. And they're not playing slappies. That's awesome. They're playing yes. playoff teams. That is the best. It's the best the NFL has to offer. That is Travis awesome. Kelsey in 17 playoff games is 133 for 15, 16, and 18 touchdowns. That's, that is incredible. I never even thought to look that up. That's amazing. That's, that's amazing. That's a full season. It's a full season. Against, against the, the best. best. Against the best competition. And look at Mahomes' numbers in similar situations. It's against just, the best. It's, it's remarkably good. I mean, again, like they... And I, I was playing the Ravens on the money line. I had Ravens money line. But cheering for Patrick yep. Mahomes, it was like yep. the stupidest thing you'd ever seen. Yeah, that like, is, oh my that's couch. weird. 
I had money on the Ravens. I was but asking Merck to jinx the yeah. Chiefs when it was 14-7. I'm like, I don't have a good feeling about this. Come on, Merck. Come on, declare it over. I got Ravens money line. Let's go. Merck wouldn't do it. Well, I thought that there was a Mahomes tax on this game. I thought the line should have been like 6-6 six, six and a half. It should have. It should have probably power number-wise. It probably, Connor McKnight outside, everybody. It probably should have been like 6 yeah. And it's just don't mess I w- with I this won't guy. Do it again. Don't mess with this guy. He's just it's incredible. The What's num- the early line uh, on this one? One and a half. One. Kansas City's underdog. Uh, it Sam- opened at two though. Yeah. Uh, opened at two. Two and, 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 and a half. half. Yeah. I'm, I'm, playing like, I'm playing the Chiefs. I love both Chiefs of these teams. But I'm playing the Chiefs. Hard to go I can't against, bet them. against him. It's hard to go against him. And you know they trade Tyree Killaway, who is without yeah. a doubt one of the three or five. I heard you say he's easily top three. He's got the back to back Super Bowls. Yeah, I mean, he dropped because a bunch of balls at the end of the elevate. year. Some would argue that he's he's the best receiver in football. I mean, he's certainly in that handful of guys, right? Yeah. No doubt. Top three. Top three, probably. Jefferson, maybe who else? I don't know. Maybe like... C.D. Lamb. C.D. is a good call. A.J. Brown, because of what he brings physically to the table. You're pretty pro- awesome. I would probably he's, take... He's right there. Yeah, I would take... Jamar. Marvin Harrison Ju- uh, um, Jr., right? Okay. I mean, like All right, that. Sylvie, All calm down. All Bears fans have him. Calm down. My son has him. Is the best oh, yeah. Congratulations. Best receiver Great. in the league now? He's not in the Dra- league. Draft him now or, or, or like, he's done with him. Oh, he's- that's crazy. you got to talk some sense into him. Ah, he's nine. It's all right. I, I can understand he'd be a little over the top about it. But, yeah, I mean, like, you just, okay, we have to trade him because our quarterback's special and we need to pay him. And we'll be fine. Like, we'll tweak our offensive line a little bit and make it the best it's ever been. And Give him a little tweak. He'll, he'll lift up whatever receivers we bring in here because, like, he's just special. And I don't know. Like, if you look at the Bears and you think, in a couple of years, do you want to put yourself in a position where you got to spend $50 because Justin's, like, good? Or do you want to? Because that's the worst thing you can do in the NFL. It's like it's the worst thing you can do. Haven't we all preached against that? And like, or would you like to maybe start reset it and hope that you hit the slam and you don't mind paying him fifty mil when they're great? You'll pay Josh Allen. You'll pay. What do they say? It's tw- about twenty percent of of the of yeah, the salary cap goes to the elite quarterbacks. Uh, Fifty five million for Joe Burrow to this year's salary cap. I think is two hundred twenty four million. So that's even so more. So it's, it's even a little bit above it. Yeah. Wow. It's a little bit above it. It's you're trending in the next couple of years like here, guys, towards sixty yeah. million. You yeah. know, and like, and if that's okay, if that's reserved for maybe a couple, at the very least, you're gonna be talking fifty million in two I years. Think there's like only that's it. If, if you're four, good, you're gonna be talking fifty million. There's only three or four that make above fifty million right now, and tenth is forty million. There's right. three quarterbacks that make forty million dollars a year. Let me ask you. I mean, we've probably talked about this, so if we have, just tell me. Be quiet. Uh, what, what is why? Why is there, if you are going to move forward with Justin, why is there this thought that you have to pick up his fifth-year option? Why you don't. Would you? I don't right. think there is. I, I mean, yeah. I, if I was coming you back with him, I would The decision has to be made May 2nd. Correct. So you don't have to worry about anything until May 2nd unless somebody knocks your socks off with an with the, the, offer for a trade for him. But the only, you make decisions. The only, different, the only thing would be, like, let's say he's good again. Then you Not can franchise him. You could franchise him. That's Three true. times. You could franchise him. Well, so why would you? Well, you really start the to franchise get, number is a big number. Of course. So you would try to get him signed. To a, you would try to get him signed. I would pick up, if I'm going to keep my pick up the fifth year option because it's less expensive, it'd be $20 million. I mean, if $21 worse, million. Dollars, what's worse? Franchising oh, oh, oh. him, you got to pay him 40 some odd million. Having, oh, having committed yeah. to him for a fifth year and he's not as good or having to pay the franchise uh, tax and and when you could have had him for twenty three million 
in the fifth year by by go, picking up the fifth year a year before. I would personally, for me, I know it's it's a large number. I would be more inclined to pay a higher number for something I'm more certain of than to commit twenty three million dollars to someone I may not. We be said that to about on. Jimmy Butler though a few years ago. Remember that when the Bulls were like five million apart, and we're like, yeah. hey, if Jimmy proves it to us, you're happy to pay the ninety, but. It was it was bad economics. So again, well, is that going halfway? That's the most fully guaranteed contracts, football or not? No, but that's it would be my, get, my, if you pick up the fifth year, the you are guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, but you only but, guarantee him twenty some odd million dollars. I'd rather pay him twenty million some dollars. And not only that, you're guaranteed. You could always trade him. If that, you could trade him this off season, you could trade him next off season if you pick up the option. You could trade him eight games in if you wanted. Well, that's to what I'm talking year. about. I'm on that side, Yurko. Where well, I'm saying, saying that you if you're picking up the pick fifth year, make it cheaper. I don't. I, care. I, I'm just saying, is ever going halfway the right way? Right. Like if you if you're if you're keeping Justin. And like you're if, saying we're, we're we're keeping Justin is going halfway keeping, doing it. If you're keeping Justin, right that means you're not taking Caleb Williams. You're going to be taking Bo Nix or, or Harvey Penix or whatever. Penix Harvey Penix. It would be surprising if they passed on a quarterback and didn't pick up his fifth year option. I'm that would seem I, odd to me. I, right? I don't think it's, it's, it's going yeah. halfway, right? Yes. I don't it would think seem you have odd. to do it. What if he doesn't make the progress? I know, but man, why are and you then, passing so, so that? If it, you're worried about well, that, that's, like, I'm, I'm just saying, what are like, you passing yes. for? Well, like, you shouldn't. You should be getting yeah. rid of your quarterback if you're not willing to pick up the fifth year. I kind of feel that's like what I'm just, saying. Like yeah, it's halfway. That's probably. I, I get it. Like, but shouldn't just, you be committed to either all in on Justin or all in on Caleb? And no. I would ask. I would well, ask. No. Or, or, no, because what if you look at the quarterback situation? And you identify a quarterback that's better than Caleb Williams. Somebody. That oh yeah, that's right. I'm not saying, saying quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm fine. If you if you identify uh, right. one of the other quarterbacks as being your guy, and you trade right. down and you get him, right. That's fine. Right, and that's that'd be fine. It doesn't mean I have to move Justin Fields this year. What? If I identify somebody else as my quarterback that might get in the second round, I can do the Packers sit and sit. What was the uh, what Justin Sidham? What was the hype video from the weekend? Was that was that uh, the Bears oh, just I looking for, for clicks? Probably. Clemson. Was that was that Ryan Poles playing chess, saying unleash the hype video? Unleash the hype video. Is, is, is he doing some work and just saying, "Hey, look, guys, I we think, like our quarterback." Social. Um, I think your marketing department is marketing. Uh, that's, that's, what I, what that's what I think. I think the social media component of it is. He just its told own. you that he's going to carry this out till April. Yeah, right? I think it's. I think it's its own sort yeah. of entity within the yes. organization, and they they did one for, to for, for DJ and, Moore a couple yes. of days ago. They got partners. To they got yeah. partners with peace. All that yeah. stuff seems still to be trying sponsored. to sell the product. You're still trying to sell the product. Yeah, I think that's all it was. It was a pretty good video though. Oh, the he, question he, I had for you wasn't even this. My question for you as an analytics guy was: Were you sitting on your couch torn in the second half or the um, second game? You know, like, I thought he should have kicked to tie it. I do. I mean, I would have kicked the field goal. You're going, you know, you're, this is the Super Bowl. Like, I would have tied it, kicked the ball off. But, but um, again, like... I, I thought he should have went for it at the end. Yurko disagrees with me, but I thought he should have went for it, and I was surprised he didn't at the end of the half. I thought that was... That would have man. Like, if you get it, and so if you don't, you don't. But, boy, 28-7 feels like true, you're not coming back from Momentum, if you believe in momentum. What's that? Except it's the Super Bowl. That's true. Yeah. Like, if you believe in momentum, how that could have changed. I know. Like, I thought in just I had no problem with anything DNA, they did. 
I thought he would have gone for it there. I, I certainly understand. I, I, I saw you know why he went for it early in the third quarter too. The one in the fourth surprised me. That's that's a forty-seven yard field goal, and it's like you're, that kid is fifty percent from out in outdoors on kicks yeah. of what forty-five or forty-six and longer. And I know he wasn't their original guy. He was on their practice squad. Not just most that, of the year, but, but this like, is who you are. You've got a high-powered offense and a defense that gives up a lot of points in your secondary's bottom five in the league. Yeah, Boy, I mean, man, it's just who they it there are. Seems like. Oof. You tie it, you kick it back. I don't know. And maybe it's good for him. You know, I like as Rex, much as I love that, I, I would have looked at him and said, yeah, you, you did the right thing there, coach. It's probably, it's okay. But I, I don't like what Rex I Ryan said this morning. Rex Ryan said, listen, he said, I would have kicked a field goal because I know my defense was going to stop him because he had a great defense. But he said, knowing that, that Dan Campbell doesn't have a great defense, that the approach would be different. Yeah. And this is who Dan Campbell is. This is who he is. So just go, you know. Yeah. Like it or not. Let's, we'll start there. Okay. So what, right, what did you think? Did, what, was Dan Campbell to be blamed, 312-332-3776, or was it player execution that cost uh, the Lions? Your thoughts uh, from the weekend, the greatness of Mahomes. It, it's, it's, it's hilarious to me that there are people who are sick of the, the Chiefs. Like it, it, like to rage against greatness. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Ron Rivera joins us at four thirty. Nice. Today. And like, if there's any coach to talk about riverboat gambling, it's riverboat Ron. He'll talk to us about the Bears' new DC, who he of course yep. was with for many many years. Uh, Montez Sweat. Lots of good stuff to discuss with Ron Rivera, our old friend. Cool. He'll join us coming up at 4.30. Right, we'll please. take your calls. We're on until 6.30. Don't forget, we'll cross talk with Bleck and Abdallah at 6.15. All right, boys. We'll see you tomorrow. Waddle and Sylvia are next.